Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. Hi, guys and dolls. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into Yvonne Latrell's podcast. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell, and here with me today is my co-host, Essie and Fax, and... We want to just say happy Tuesday. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> How are you? How are both of you? Feels like Monday oh, part yeah. two. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not this again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was last week. I guess it's every week. I'll stop complaining about it. <laughs> It just these days, I don't know, man. They just they just on top of each other, like you know, you get lost, you know. And the mm-hmm. daylight savings don't make it no better, you know. You just you be thinking the time is one thing and it ain't, you know. You be like, man, it's late and it be early as hell, or vice versa, you know. So yeah. So how was your day, Yvonne? Um, it was good. Uh, it's very rainy down here. How's the weather where you guys are at? Oh, it's nice out here. It's um, chilly, but I like it like this. Yeah, it was like 85 oh. today. Sunny, not a cloud in the sky. Damn. Um, well, that I love here. the rain. I love the rain. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's been raining since yesterday. It's supposed to be um, raining all week. It's very windy, so I just really like the weather. Okay. Yeah, it's been nice, but it ain't as nice as uh, Fax's where he at. Shit. You can have it, dude. That's I want to nice move to Alaska or something. I like the cold. <laughs> it's, already, it's already too hot, man. <laughs> Are you ready for uh, uh, 30 days of day and 30 days of night if you do? Can yeah, I don't give a shit. Night? I'm probably not going to go outside anyway. Uh, it's And I think it's like <laughs> six months or something in certain parts. There's like six months of straight like midnight looking or twilight, whatever you want to call it, dusk. Um, yeah. I think that would be that would be great, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you just can't see the, gri- the grizzly while. bears coming. You did what? Yeah. I had a cousin that lived out there for a little while. He told me that they pay you, you know, um, get a paycheck. I forgot how he explained it to me, but he said they pay you to stay out there. And the jobs are they 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 pay pretty good. And um, he said it gets when it gets warm out there, it gets warm. And he said, but when it gets cold, it definitely gets cold. Cause he had um some pictures where he had shorts on and a t-shirt. I said, damn, cuz it's sitting there, you cool out there? He's like, yeah. He said, we got, you know. He said, but um, he liked it. He loved it, you know. My they, son, um, my sister yeah. used to live um in a in Alaska. My uh, nephew was born there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they you know have like. Uh... Oh, good. Mm. No. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now, what was you going to say, Fax? No, they've got uh, some sort of, like, kickback uh, that they give all the citizens in Alaska. I think you have to live there for mm-hmm. a year, but it has something to do with, like, the oil, all the drilling and mm. stuff like that. They get a kickback, like, yearly. I think it's, like, 1900 bucks for the year or something like that. I could be wrong. I yeah, I don't remember what it was. Look that up. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah, just to be a citizen, just get paid, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, you know, you got some countries like uh, Greece. They'll pay you to move there because uh, Switzerland and certain parts of Switzerland, Greece. Um, I can't remember the other places, but they'll pay you to move there. You know, because the population is so you know low, and they're trying to develop it. I guess you know, so they're paying people to move there. It's not a bad little gig. I see some of the um the food. That they serve the kids in school lunch. I gotta, I gotta sing out them pictures, man. I was shocked. Spain, they give the kids shrimp, real shrimp. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds school good. Lunch? You know, yeah. They had uh, different yeah, places. Yeah. 
it's called a, a permanent fund dividend in Alaska, and uh, it's about fifteen hundred dollars okay. a piece. And you get that. So a family of four would get four checks, a total of six thousand one hundred fifty-four dollars. So you get about fifteen hundred bucks per resident per year, just just to be there. And you're talking about the population being low. Fun fact. Alaska's population is like 750,000, and it's three times the size of Texas. You can fit Texas in Alaska three times, yes. and it only has yes. 750,000 people. Yep. Yep. Because everybody thinks Texas is the largest state, and it's not. A lot of people, you know, I guess because of that saying, you know, everything is bigger in Texas. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I remember my, my first ride out there. I did not know how long that ride was. You know, when you're in school, they teach you, um, oh, if you measure the distance with a ruler, it can tell you, you know, so I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, that ain't long, man. You lie. Boy, I couldn't, man, I couldn't believe how long that damn strip was. You know, I said, yeah, never again. That was the longest trip I've ever taken in my life. Yeah, it's a, it's a long trip. Like you could you could drive like Shreveport is right on the um. It has my mic coming in by the way. Am, is it echoey? Does it sound? Uh, does it sound alright? Oh, no, does it sound, sound bad? Good. You sound good. No, all you right. sound really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um Shreveport's right on the east the eastern border of Texas. Mm-hmm. So like you know right on the mm-hmm. Texas border. Uh, Shreveport's the first uh, city to hit like off of I twenty and. Mm-hmm. To drive from Shreveport all the way to El Paso, which is the farthest western point. Like, if you look at the T, they're mm-hmm. both kind of on the points of, of Texas. It takes, like, 14 mm-hmm. hours just to drive across the state. It's like the whole East yeah. Coast almost. Yeah, 14 hours, you're still in the same state on the same fucking highway. Just like, you know, <laughs> driving mad. <laughs> Hey, any updates on your uh, basket, Robin? <laughs> no, I've, I've I've been hiding, dude. I haven't even wanted to be seen in public, dude. I'm just uh, I feel real ashamed, real ashamed, deep sense of regret. And by regret, I mean I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I do see that fat oh, slow again. Another, let me show, I went on my trip down there to um, Texas. Um, one of my friends that was taking me down there was a mason. You know, he did um, mason street work, uh, uh, brick, brick, what is it called? A brick mason or whatever. And brick, yeah, not like a free mason, things. not like a, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. He was brick mason. Okay. And he was teaching me different things about the statues and stuff, what the statues meant. And everything, and I was like, man, I, I had no clue. I said the whole time I was in school, they never taught me anything. You know, I, I that that trip alone was very educational. You know, he said whenever you see the statue and there's a person on it, and they said if the horse is up on two legs, that means that the person died in the war. If the horse has one leg up and three on the ground, that means he got injured. And if the horse is on all fours, that means that he survived. You know, he didn't get injured or anything, you know. So I never looked it up because, you know, I was friends. So I figured he was a liar. <laughs> so if it's not the truth, <laughs> I hear about it later. It's like, man, that shit is a lie. He lied to you. <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, man. Oh. Did y'all hear about the lady that had, um, she went to her bank, and there was a billion dollars in her account, face. When? Because I definitely didn't hear that. Uh, uh, I I think it was a couple of days ago. And uh, um, she reached out to the news media because she's trying to get the money back, and apparently Chase hasn't been answering the phone. I said, oh, yeah, what? that's definitely something. Yeah. Yeah. It's when you, when you lock your debit card so none of that money can leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows, you know? But, yeah, somebody is damn sure moving some bread around. <laughs> that's why the bank crashed in California. <laughs> what about yesterday about the 23-year-old um, 
uh, guy that killed the people in the bank. Yeah, I know y'all heard about was, that. That was crazy. Yeah, in Louisville. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. I kept seeing um, messages from people saying, yo, all my Louisville people reach out, you know. And I'm like, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? You know, so I still don't have the full story. I just know that, um, like, six people were killed or injured and a couple no, were killed. No, I thought it was four. Including, I think it was four that was killed. I don't know. I don't I don't. Yeah, I don't, six killed know. three kids. Three of them were children. It Damn. was so two two more people died. Yes, yeah, I think it was uh, Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Uh, now it says five dead. Okay, let me pull this up and see. <laughs> you never know with the news. You know, you you read one thing or hear another. You know, so it's just it's hard to like believe anything. You know, unless yeah, you like no, you that, really. Looking. But that's probably true. Um, you know how sometimes you know, oh, you know, no, no, some, I know you that's know. true. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's true. I just I'm just talking about in general, like the Dalai Lama situation. I thought that that was a, a, a um somebody did that picture, you know, until I started mm-hmm. hearing it and reading it, and I was like, oh wow, you know. And he was saying that he did it as a joke or whatever. But I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. this, man. You there's certain things you don't joke about, especially with what's going on now in the world. And kids are not one of the ones you joke with as far as certain things, you know. They are definitely, yeah. you know, because so many kids are coming back from Hollywood dating all the stuff that they went through with the producers and everything. And, you know, then you had the surviving R. Kelly. Then, you know, they're talking about other people. But, you know, then all these other celebrities, you know, they're talking about Jay-Z. He was dealing with Aaliyah before um, – R. Kelly, and, R. Kelly? You know, a whole bunch what? of stuff is coming up. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, and then they, they, they there's something new now. They was talking about Foxy Brown. They said that Jay-Z was dealing with her when she was 15, you know. And, you know, they, they, these guys run in a circle, and they, they know what's going on. All of them know what's going on. You know, it's one of them things, you know, keep your mouth closed until it involves you. You know, and when it involves you, then you defend yourself. You know, make sure that you find a way out of it. You know, that's why they got these PR people, you know, to, to cover up their tracks and to cover up things for them, you know. But, man, this is, this world is getting crazy and crazier. You know, you can't, ain't nothing safe anymore, you know. Then you had the, um, the, the teacher that was beating the kids at the daycare, you know, and you had the the one where the girl shot her boyfriend that was abusing the kids in her daycare, you know. It's just things are just getting crazy and crazier, you know, and and the money okay. situation with the banks and people are saying they're not dealing with the U.S. anymore financially, you know. It's just it's just one thing after another, and it's you know, I don't know. And then and then another crazy thing that's been going on is this whole AI situation with the artificial intelligence. Every commercial I'm seeing now is talking about the AIs, you know, and people are talking about, oh yeah, it ain't that handy, and this, this, that, and the third. Man, they gonna start wiping people's jobs away if they can get these AIs to think like us. If we keep feeding the information, you know, I went on one day and just did it. You know, I went into that chat, um, chat AT or something like that, GPA or something. Yeah, I went into that mm-hmm. and just asked one general question, man, and it wrote a whole thing within seconds. And I said, oh, yeah, hell no. Nah. I said, hell no. That just lets me know that enough people have been getting on this, asking me all types of questions or trying to get it to do all types of things. You know, everybody said, no, it's supposed to assist us in this. It's supposed to assist us with that. <clears throat> but if you think about it, you know, if, they, if you can get these computers to do it, what are they going to need us for? Right. You understand what I'm saying? You know, they they showed us in movies previously that this is where we're going, that everything's going to be computerized, 
Then you see some people that are living off the grid in these movies, and it looks like, you know, something crazy, but it's looking like our near future. It definitely is, you know. Then you got them, um, I, I know me and Facts talked about it before. What is it, the 12-minute cities or 12, what is it? 15-minute uh, cities. Oh, yeah, the 15-minute cities, you know, mm-hmm. that they're building, you know, and and all these people are buying bunkers now. And they got this guy on um, TikTok. I, I don't, I can't remember his name. Maybe, maybe the next show I'll look it up and I'll say his name on the air. But he's building all these bunkers for people, you know, and he's saying, oh, you can live down here for months, you know. And this is, you know, everybody's preparing for the end of the world. You know, so next we'll be having the spaceships. They'll be doing holograms of spaceships in the air. <laughs> you know, and everybody into a panic. Um, speaking of know, movies, man. did y'all see uh did y'all see the movie Air? The Michael Jordan movie? No. Not yet. No, I think no. Matt Damon directed that, didn't he? Or he was in it, one of the two. Ben Affleck, yeah, yeah, I wanted to go see it Sunday. It was good. It wasn't better. It wasn't better than Creed. (laughs) It wasn't better than Creed. (laughs) (laughs) But it was good. It was good, and it wasn't as long as John Wick. Uh, for John Wick was just really long. You've been partying since you've been uh, free. Since you got the walking papers. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hi. Nothing says party like a matinee. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say? Nothing, you nothing say says lie? party like a matinee. <laughs> like, daytime oh, yeah, movie action. She, she got yeah. She got the Reese's pieces and the milk duds. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I really didn't, um, I really wasn't, um, you know, partying. I didn't do any drinking uh, this uh, past weekend. I did go to Olive Garden, but I drank um, water with lemon. Um, so I drank a lot of water <laughs> this weekend. So no alcohol. <sighs> no alcohol. So, oh, she, she got no bottle with her? Tonight, next to the. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have me some tea um, tonight. I'm gonna have some green tea before I go to bed. But um, how how was your Easter, both of you guys? Mine was okay. I didn't do nothing. I stayed in the house and did some writing. You know, I got a couple of projects that I'm trying to get off my plate. You know, I had a couple of people reach out to me to do some projects, and I've been taking care of that. You know. Right. Uh, oh, and then know. I I needed you to help me with the one that the guy uh uh wanted me to do. Um well, you know, we'll talk about it later, but remember you sent me um the things to send him, the that one project oh, yeah, that um yeah. yeah. So, I'll probably do that tomorrow, but yeah, I'll be in touch with you tomorrow. Um facts, how was your Easter? Oh, it was good. It was it was uneventful. Um didn't really do a lot of I guess I got a project I'm working on on my uh here myself trying to put something mm-hmm. together and um just kind of worked on that and didn't have kids so um yeah I made some some pasta and Italian sausage and uh just that was it took it easy didn't didn't do anything Okay Okay yeah, yeah. What you do <laughs> She went to the mall I just told you I- I told you I went to the movie, <laughs> and the day before I that, I was oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so we yeah. we have a guest that's coming on um, in ten minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Mitchell. Yes, Mark Six Mitchell. That step brother has been doing a lot of big things, you know, and I'm proud of him. You know, so definitely looking forward to to interviewing him and talking to him, you know. 
Uh-huh. And um, oh, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, to William Young. Remember he? Oh yeah. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He has a big project coming up, and I told him I would not. You know, I just wanted to give him a shout out because I know he's probably listening, and I wanted to tell him I'm proud of him too. He's been doing big things too. And uh, that project is going to be huge. So when when he yeah. lets, gives me the thumbs up, I'm definitely going to talk about it on the air. I'm definitely going to tell everybody about actual um, logistics and legal matters right now that have to be straightened out, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever you do an autobiography for someone or a biopic or whatever, um, you got to get a lot of things you know, in place, you know, because you're going to be telling people's stories, you know, and you got to make sure that some people are okay with it, you know, like the, like, I'm going to give you a, for instance, like the Jeffrey Dahmer situation. I found out that none of the family knew that HBO or whatever, I mean, HBO. I'm going that Netflix. Didn't let the family know that they were even putting the movie out. They said they found out where everybody wow. else found out. You know what type of a slap in the face is that? You know to make these Did people live. Did you watch that? Live. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Yeah. And I, I was not yes. going to um, watch it. My uh, friend Janice kept telling me um, she was like, "Child, please," and I'm like, "No, I'm not watching that stupid mess." And, um, yeah, yeah um, finally, because she kept on telling me, and, oh, my gosh, I finished it in, like, two days. And that's not something, like, I don't really, I'm not really into things like that, but it was actually, you know, good. Creepy, yeah. think disturbing it was like a... on so many levels. Oh, yeah. yeah it was good. Do you, do you think they didn't yeah. tell the families because they wanted to, like, not give them a chance to protest them making the movie? They just wanted to make the movie, like, undercover and then release it before there could be any sort of, you know, backlash from the families? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Because that scene of the courtroom, when the lady gave mm-hmm. her, um, her impact statement, when you put it next to the actual one, oh, my God, they look like the same situation. That girl played the hell of the impact statement part. You know? And she said when she seen it, you know, she relived that moment. And it's like, damn, you know, it's like how do you do that to people though? You know? You got people in this world that just don't care about other people. It's all about money for them. Right. How would you feel if you lost your family like that and then somebody just made a movie? And just put it out. It didn't even tell you they was putting it out. You know, that's it. It, it, it got to hit mm-hmm. different. You know, and then you find out the same time that everybody else finds out about it. So now you know the media is gonna be at the house. They're gonna ask you, "What do you yep. think about the movie?" And this, that, and the third. You know, <laughs> so you reliving that because mm-hmm. when the whole trial was going on, the media was at everybody's house questioning them. You know. It's just, yeah. I don't know, man. People just don't, you know, it's all about nobody you know. We got a, a world full of humans, but no humanity, you know. Mm-hmm. And you traumatize your family twice, you know. And then they act, they act like it was like, oh, well, we didn't think there would be a big deal. If we didn't think it was a big deal, why didn't you just say something to them? Exactly, yeah. You know, they, they know what they're doing, man. It's just... It's just crazy to me how, you know, people think and people just do things, you know. But, um, oh, man, let me tell you something. So, you know, you know, we always jumping around from different subjects and everything, and my mind is always wandering around. Yo, have mm-hmm. you ever seen a kimono dragon? I had a friend when we were kids. And now that I'm older, I, le- I realize how dangerous that damn lizard was. I've been watching multiple videos on those yeah. damn lizards. Yeah. Yeah. And those damn things will swallow a damn baby deer 
with no power. Yeah. I've seen them eat a regular <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, because I'm into watching. So, I mean, I don't like them, but I mean, I like watching alligators and crocodiles. I don't know how a thing for watching that, but yeah, I, I've seen those also. Yeah, well, you know, I used to. Um, they sorry. they average ten feet long, three hundred pounds, and they're yeah. classified as a lizard. Yeah, isn't wow. that crazy? I oh. Mm-hmm. My friend, he didn't even have it in the tank. He had it in his um, he had it in his closet, in his house. <laughs> but you know, he wasn't he wasn't ten feet long. But I know he was long. I remember him being long. I remember him feeding a rabbit. And um, we used to go to the poultry market in New York. You can go to poultry markets and get your rabbits. You ain't got to go to these stores and everything like they do in the South, you know. And um. He used to get one for his lizard, and I used to get one for my snake because I had a reticulated python. I used to feed it, you know, rabbits, you know, and um, I'd watch it snatch that rabbit and stick it and rip it apart, you know. Oh, and my as I got God. Older, I realized have, what made you have a snake? Thing. You know, I used to what breed you snakes. I bred, I bred them. Man, listen. I'm gonna send you some pictures. I had a um, matter of fact, my Instagram page, um, it's still up. I haven't been on that page in years. But I had um, when I was breeding them, I used to mm-hmm. um, post the snakes that I had when I had eggs, what I was selling everything for, you know, because I used to breed the, the the rodents for them too. Because if you go to a regular store and get them. <laughs> You know, it would cost you like two hundred certain dollars to feed them. You know, and you, and you feed them once a week, so that was the only good thing about it. You know, but the only downside about it too was the rodents have babies every twenty-one days. So every twenty-one days, if I didn't feed them rodents off, or one of the snakes went on feed, I had rodents that were growing older. You know, so I had to separate them. You know, I had um, rats, mice, and African sawfurs. You know, I had to have three different species of rodents to feed them. You know. Oh my gosh! But um, yeah, it was it was a cool. It was it was um, it was my um, it was my solitude. It was my peace. You know, it was definitely you know I would every other weekend. It would take me about eight hours to clean up everything, the snakes enclosure, the um, the rodents. You know, then I had to keep a sheet of what, which ones ate. Mondays, I would see all my males. Tuesdays, I'd see my females. And Wednesday, if they didn't eat, Monday or Tuesday, I would offer them food again. If they didn't eat, I would wait till the following week and start all over again. You know, it was, it was, it was, it's a pretty interesting gig to get into. And it's big money. Some of them snakes are worth 20, 30 grand and more. You know, if you go into this website called Morph Market, you go up there and you put some of the morphs together and you'd be like, wow, you would not imagine how much, you know, those snakes cost. Some of those snakes cost more than some of these bullies that they're selling. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, so I, it was fun. You know, I enjoyed it. But, um... That's about it, you know. We we gotta get ready, get ready for um um March. Let's see. Hold on one second. Let me see if he's on. Yeah, hold on one second. Let me see something. Okay. Okay, he's going to call in the show. Yeah, so, um, but, yeah, I got to send you some pictures. I got some pictures, and I got some videos of when I was feeding some of them, how some of them I had to feed. I have a video of one of my snakes. I got a respiratory um, infection, and I had to take her to the vet, and I videotaped that whole process, you know, um, 
I wound up, she wound up dying, you know, because usually when snakes get respiratory infections, that's the end of it. You know, oh my gosh, they, they I can't snakes. Oh my gosh. Oh, I can't believe yeah, you had so them in a house with you. Yeah, so nah. Yeah, I had um, all together, I had mm-hmm. uh, 32. 32. Yep. And then when I had to rehome them, uh, it was, it was, one of them was real hard, but when she found the proper home, she became very, you know, mom man. And she, um, she would snap. Every time I feed her, she would just snap. And it was very rare for ball pythons to do that, you know. Oh, wow. The only thing oh, yeah. I ever had was a, was a bird, was two birds. <laughs> because I used to want to fly. I used to, when I was little, I used to want to fly, and I broke my arm um, when I was, like, eight um, trying to fly. But I, I used to love birds, so mm-hmm. I had two uh, pet birds. But, yeah, I do see, okay. um, I think the guest is on. Okay, okay. Yeah, let's get him on, and then I want to revisit um, how exactly you broke your arm trying to fly. Like, that's (laughs) – you jump off a roof? Like, what? I jumped off uh, the ladder. I I climbed the ladder, and um, I was jumping, um, trying to catch on to the the clothesline um, in the backyard. And, oh, my gosh, I just really – yeah, but, yeah, I – broke my arm and then um I bit the doctor but I mean the doctor should have put me to sleep first they put me to sleep after I bit him <laughs> she's but, a vampire you know, my arm was... <laughs> I didn't choke you to sleep a vampire bet <laughs> yeah. oh my god you went from a bird Okay. At least she wasn't on the PCP, you know. All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mark, what's up, my brother? What's going on, everybody? Hi, what's welcome. What's good with you, man? Yeah, thank you for having me. Man, of course. You know I had to. You know I had to make sure that was going to happen. But you just right, putting out right, your, right. your recent movie. You know I do. You know I had to bring you up here, bro. <laughs> yeah, I already know, man. You know, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I, I watched it the same day. Came out. So, oh, yeah, I got to support. I definitely got to support. <clears throat> you know? But um, let me get ahead and get to these questions, my brother. Let me get ahead and get to these questions before I, I start giving away the good stuff about the movie. You know? Okay, that's the So up, my man. first well, question ready? is, man, how did you go about casting for your movie? Um, this time we went about casting. We used this agency, a good friend of mine named Q. She has an agency in Durham called QMF. Mm-hmm. Um, a few people already knew. Mm-hmm. So we tried to fill in some of the spots of um, certain characters I really couldn't get my hands on. I went to her, and she made it happen. So, uh okay. But other than that, casting really wasn't that hard, believe it or not. Mm. You know, so a lot of people reached out to me because they knew what I was doing, and they had a little bit of experience. So I was like, cool. So and it worked out. It worked out. Okay, okay, okay. So where did y'all um where did y'all shoot it at? Because I was like, I was trying to figure out. I was like, damn, where's that building at? Like you know, when I looked at um, it, that that office is nice. That office was real nice. Yo, this is crazy, right? Because um, when it came time to shoot the office scene, I kind of got a little stuck. And I was like, dang, what am I going to do? How am I going to shoot the office scene? So because of my relationships and good rapport with people, mm. Um, mm. I reached out to a couple of people. They was like, yo, is this girl? And Durham, her name is Q. She got some office space and this and that. And when I ended up making an appointment with her, connected with her, so on and so forth, and um. She walked me through the whole building, and it was like 
it was crazy. It was it wasn't exactly a movie lot, but they had um had space that they turned it into whatever we needed needed it to be. And it really, really worked out. And I was like, oh, man, I really didn't know what I was going to do. And I did not want to shoot around it. And I was like, yo, I have to find an office. And I was just, like, going yeah. crazy, like, trying to, you know what I'm saying, just, like, like, uh, you know, just connect the dots and try to find an office space. But she made it happen. So, anyway, we ended up shooting it in downtown Durham. Okay. Okay. So, y'all was in Durham and in Raleigh, or y'all was just in Durham? No, nah, we was in... Part? We we was in um we shot a couple of scenes in Durham, but everything that we shot in Durham was mainly inside. But um, a lot of stuff that we shot also inside in Raleigh. But everything that we shot outside was in Raleigh. Okay, 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 okay. So um, what were some of your difficulties? You know, because a lot of times production companies and productions that have difficulties putting things together. What were some of your difficulties connecting some of the things, you know, as um, far as production? Um, I think the most difficult thing for me was scheduling. That was mm-hmm. very difficult for me. Um, and reason being because I'll give you an example. Uh, first of all, we was learning a lot of stuff because there's other guys that was around the way that was – I knew that was shooting movies, whatever, and we just couldn't get no information. So the reason why I'm telling you this yeah. is because this led up to some of the difficulties that we was encountering, which was we'll book an Airbnb to shoot one scene, right, or to shoot mm-hmm. several scenes, and everything is a go when our characters got COVID. So we ran into that, so that was money down the drain. And then uh, another time we was shooting a very important scene where we had booked the Airbnb, everything was set. Everybody was there. Yeah. We might have another person end up getting to a car accident. So it was stuff like that, and it was like, oh, you lost the money. You got to reschedule. You got to reschedule. And you really couldn't shoot around it because the person that might not have showed up that day for whatever reason, yeah, the scene was about them. So other than that, that was like the only difficulties um, that we ran into was like the scheduling. And that was like, it was pretty much a headache. But, you know, when you determine to do something, you're going to keep it pushing. Okay. So with you saying that, you know, it was time consuming and everything. So it's safe to say that those shots took a a long time. How long would you say Um, those shots took? Um, I wouldn't say that it took a long time, but what I will mm-hmm. say is that um, it was aggravating. You know, you 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 direct the film, you're going to get aggravated, and it's cool, and you got to keep the cool because the cast is going to go off of your energy. So, um, when things happen like that, you, it's like you got to hit the reset button. You got to get in contact with, you know, the per- the person who that scene was about or who was mainly in that scene, and then you got to get um. You gotta rebook the Airbnb, but you can't do that until whatever cast members that was in that particular scene, you gotta make sure they're not yeah. working that day or this person got off that day and so on and so forth. So you gotta you know, it's like you conducting, you gotta, you know, make everything work all over again. And then if one thing goes wrong mm-hmm. where this person can't show up, then you lose the money for the Airbnb, then you gotta hit the reset button again and this person might not they might be working this particular weekend and so on and so forth. So you just got to make it coordinate, man. So I wouldn't say that the scenes was took long to shoot. It's just that once we got everybody together, everybody knew their lines. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I can say with the cast that we worked with. They just they just knew their lines. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, my next question is, um, with, with, you know, everybody trying to put out some type of gangster movie or whatever what what made you not want to do a gangster movie and do the movie that he did um what made me want to do that is because i got about 10 scripts done like 10 joints Mm. done and what made me pick that one is because i didn't want to do what everybody else was doing because it was too easy for me it was like yo i can easily do that 
you know, I I wanted to like challenge myself and just do something different that nobody would expect me to do. Mm. And and, and okay. because I already knew what I could do, but it's like you gotta like kind of push yourself and challenge yourself so you can develop and you can see your own range. So when I did that, I was like, all right, cool. But I will tell you this: the next one is definitely gonna be some action. But we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, hey. So, quick question. Um, yeah. I know, like, when you try to do, like, Netflix and, um, well, more so Netflix, you have to right. have a certain ca- type of camera. What cameras do we are using? We was using the, um, we use a pretty good cameras, man. We use the Sony, um, the Sony, a- the Sony A7. And those mm. are pretty good cameras. Um, I wish I had, you know, that's why I asked you earlier, because I would have bought some of, um, you know, um, my technician with me for the interview, but we used a Sony A7, and it was pretty cool, and it was easy to use, and and that was, and that's what you want to go with, especially if you're doing, you know, like you really getting into filmmaking and stuff like that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. How many of the cameras were there? Um, I know you had to get different always, angles and shots. Right. We use um we use two cameras. We use mm-hmm. two cameras. Um, that's just a rule of thumb for me. I won't shoot with nothing, no less than two. Because if you shoot with one camera, it's like, it's time consuming. It could be done if you don't have no choice, if you're very determined. But, you know, I just I just need two. At least two. Okay. Okay. So, okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Because <laughs> I know this is yeah, happening be your thing, several man. different sets. <laughs> Uh, how many times did y'all realize that the battery was dead on the camera and it was like, yo, we got to charge the battery? Because I know I've seen that happen on a couple of sets. Um, yo. I'm not going to make no <laughs> sets. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know, um, you know. Um, what we did yeah. was, man, like, we ran into that once, but after that, man, uh-huh. it's like, you got to have, like, several batteries, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah, have, like, several yeah. batteries on deck. And you really got to invest into that, and you got to invest into the battery charges. So it's like yeah. one start going dead, hurry up and throw the other one in and just keep it pushing. Okay, okay. So um, what made you transition from being an author to being a screenwriter and director? Um. I like I like I like being an author. It's it, it's cool, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I just felt like I wanted to try my hand, and you know what? It kind of reminds me of the way that I like I, mm-hmm. how I feel about it. And this is just my opinion. It's sort of like mm-hmm. like back in the days when you see a lot of rappers come out and they do really really well, and what's the mm-hmm. next thing they do? They start a clothing line, right? Remember when a lot of rappers used to do that? And that's cool. So I just look at it like it was like, all right, writing is cool. You know what I'm saying? I did it. I had a lot of success with it. Let me try something else. I want the next level. And I just found it very, very um, fulfilling doing screenplays. Mm. Because, you know, I could guide my characters the way that I want, you know, um, as far as being an author. I mean, you know, you wrote a bunch of books, you know what I'm saying? So, but with the screenplays, it was like I really, really could, like, tell a story the way that I want, and I knew I, I knew yeah. that I would be the one to suit it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big difference. People, listen, let me tell it you, is. So that's a big difference. Screenwriting and book, because I think you have more free range when you, when you screenwrite compared to a book. You know, with the screen right. screenwriting... You know, you have to show the story, but in the book, you have to tell the story. And when you know mm-hmm. both parts of it, you understand it. You know, it's easy for me to say it and see, and you right. understand what I'm saying, but somebody else be like, what are they talking about? It's the same thing. No, it's not, you know. Um, so how right. long was you um, 
How long was you an author? Let's let's talk about that for a hot second. How long was you an author before you you did the film production thing? Um, I dropped my first book in '07, man. I dropped it in '07, okay. and and it 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 did what I needed it to do, and mm. it was pretty cool. And maybe about maybe about four years later. I started, you know, developing, like, writing the screenplays. And it was like I was just getting my feet wet with it. And I was like, oh, okay, let me see if I could do Because I knew I did not want to write anymore. I dropped two books, a part mm-hmm. one and a part two, and that was cool. It did what it's supposed to do. And I was like, nah, I got to move on. I need more. And it had a mm-hmm. lot to do with the business as well. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. but like you said, you know, when you write in the books, it's like you got to really build it up and tell a backstory, tell a whole story. And I found with screenplays, you know, it's simpler for me, and I can just tell the backstory with the camera work and a lot of stuff like that. So yeah. it kind of, yeah. um, you know, I, I just like the screenplays better, but maybe when I dropped the book in 07 and I toured with it and I did book signings with it, maybe about four years later when I said, yo, you know what, I'm going to mess with it. I'm going to, like, dedicate my time to doing the scripts, and that's what I did. So I could say about four years after I dropped my first book. Right. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you answered my next question. I was going to ask you if you like screenwriting over the writing of books. But you already answered. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. um, okay. So um, would you do some acting in some of your films in the near future? Um. Yeah, I... I will. I'm going to be in the next one. Um, okay. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a main character or a major role. I'm not gonna do that uh, because I got somebody okay. in mind of what we're doing already. Um, uh, and but yeah, I will be in front of the camera as well as behind the camera this time. Okay. Okay. What type of movies would you stay away from that you uh, just wouldn't touch? <laughs> Horror, look, horror and porn. <laughs> horror and porn. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't go there. But um, on a serious note, um, horror. Like, I don't, like, it doesn't do nothing for me. Right? Like, mm. that's just not my thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do horror. Because I don't watch them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, me either. I just don't watch them. And this might sound crazy, but I don't watch them because I'm, they give me nightmares. You know what I'm saying? So I stay away from my daughter. Sees me. <laughs> my daughter sees me about that all the time. You know, she sees me about that all the time. She's like, Dad, you're the toughest dude in America. You don't watch scary movies? I'm like, nah, I don't watch them. <laughs> and they know that. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? So man. I, yeah. <laughs> And I love that relationship that you and your daughter have, man. I watch y'all on Facebook and her be on her motorcycle and everything. I said, okay, look at this, you know. That's what's up, man. So um, what are some of the titles of the books that you have, and how can people purchase them? Um, the title of my book are called um, It Wasn't Worth the Wait. Part one, and it wasn't worth the wait. Part two, and wait is spelled W E I G H T. And they can purchase them at agamefilms.com. Okay. So, what is the what is the next project for um, A Game Films? Project is it's a um, it's a film. It's a it's a, it's definitely a street film. It's a lot of action with it. Um, it's my element. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm very excited to get to it. We're going to start casting um, around June, and we will for sure, for sure, be shooting in July. Reason being because this is AAU basketball season, and, and I'll be going crazy with my daughter up and down the road in and out of state. So once our season is done, we will be um, shooting in July. But the movie is the... Uh, it's called four five six, like CeeLo, mm-hmm. like the dice game, and um, it's a good plot. It's it's a good storyline. 
And I don't want to give too much away because we got a little marketing plan that we plan to do with it, and everything is going to fall in place. But I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, your daughter had a game yesterday, right? Um, she uh, she had practice. She had practice yesterday, but we'll be out of town okay. this weekend. And Winston-Salem, then the following weekend, we in Raleigh, AU. So in two weekends, that's 10 games. Okay. You know, so oh, it's you right. know. Yeah. So besides writing books and producing movies, what are some of your other hobbies, man? Um. Dirt bikes and four wheelers. <laughs> you know, I knew you were going to Already know, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I um, yeah. So I ride, I ride. I got, I got some toys. You know what I'm saying? I got four wheelers and dirt bikes. My daughter got the same thing. She's 14. She rides a 250. Um, really yeah. all crazy. So I, actually, we going riding tomorrow morning. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. It's this ATV part. So that's what I like to do in my spare time. Other than, you know, you know, I'm heavily invested in her basketball, her basketball training, so on and so forth. And um, now that she's yeah. playing at a higher level, and that's just about it, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't do too much. I just stay out the way, bro. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I told you, I watch, I watch you on social media, and I'm like, wow, this brother – really doing his thing. He definitely, you know, spends a lot of time with his daughter going, traveling and stuff and everything. Has she thought about doing any acting? Um, she, well, this is the thing with her, right? She talked about it mm-hmm. sometimes, but no, well, let me, let me give you the backstory real quick, right? Even mm-hmm. when I had my books and I was making my moves with my books, she was just born in, she was actually born in 08, right? So mm-hmm. um, as she got older, maybe about five or six, she realized that I wrote some books and stuff like that. You know, she became really interested. So what I do is every time I conduct business, I always bring her with me. So I just believe that you start feeling this, you know, into your kid. It's like they, you know, they get it after a while. You know what I'm saying? Like it's repetition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. therefore, yeah. whenever I started shooting, she would come with me to the set. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she about 11, 12, 13. She'll come to the set. She'll do little things. She'll make moves. We'll listen to her ideas and stuff like that. And I just believe in giving mm. kids a voice, man, make them feel important. So to answer your question, how she thought about acting, she's more interested in behind the scenes, to be honest with you, bro. Okay, okay. So we could probably possibly see her in the future directing something with you. You know, possibly. Be first possibly. dad and, and daughter. Okay, okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's um that's something to definitely look forward to, you know. Yeah. Um seeing your hard work put into, you know, motion, put in everything that you put into her, you know, is showing outward, you know. That's what's up, yeah, man. Um So, um how can people reach you through your social media? What platforms do you have? On um on Facebook, you can find me under Mark M A R C Mark Six Mitchell. That's S I X Mitchell. Um, on TikTok is New Money underscore A Game A G A M E, and on Instagram it's New Money underscore A Game. Okay, okay, okay. Um. When, and, and say again one, one more time. When did you say y'all gonna start doing? Because um, we, I think we have like two young ladies that reached out to me earlier, and they were listen. They said they were gonna listen in on the show because they're looking for some projects. I don't know if you're still looking for any film actresses or or actors or whatever. When did you say that it was? Just in case if they didn't get it written down or whatever. When did you say oh, we start got- doing the casting call? Uh, we're going to start casting in June. We're going to start casting okay. in June, right? Um, we want to start mm-hmm. shooting in July because the process, it can be tedious and it can be hard, but it's only hard as, it, you know, if you, as hard as you make it. Um, 
And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, before we had, we was like really trying to find the right people for certain roles. But now I'm going to be honest with you, mm-hmm. bro, all the people is trying to find us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So um, yeah. we might not have a big giant casting because I plan to use a lot of the same people that I had, but I also want mm-hmm. some talent as well. So yeah, tell them to come, yeah. tell them to reach out to me through social media or whatever. Just reach out to me if they really okay. serious about it. Yeah, yeah. We had um, a young lady um, come in, Tawana. I can't think of her last name right now, but she was on the show. She was an actress, you know, and she's out of the Charlotte area. And um, I, I was talking to her. I think we interviewed her like a week or two ago, you know. Um, my next question is how can people see the movie, the one that you got out right now? The one that I got out right now, they can go to um, mm-hmm. agamefilms.com. Mm-hmm. That's all okay. they gotta do. Go to agamefilms dot com. Uh, if they go to my um my Instagram, the link is in the bio. Mm-hmm. That's new money underscore okay. a game. Okay, okay. I got a um another question for you. Um, who in the industry would you like to work with? As far as like or actress. At- Famous or not famous? Actor. Either one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check it out. It's a dude. It's a dude. He's a mm-hmm. good friend of mine, and I can't wait to work with him. Mm-hmm. He, his name is Jermaine Hollins, and he li- he's out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And you might have okay. seen him before. He's, he's a regular cast member, one of the stars of this um of this uh, web series called Project Heat. Mm-hmm. And and it's really, really big. And they get they getting a lot of motion and a lot of traction, but his name is Jermaine Holland. And on the and on the show his, mm-hmm. they call him Hollywood J. That's my guy. I'm dying to work with him. Okay, okay. Any producers out there that you wanna work with? Do a, a joint project together? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. If somebody ideas is cool, you know what I'm saying, and they could bring something different to the table. I'd be willing to work with whoever. Okay. It's yeah, all about. That's... It's all about. To me, for me, it's all about getting the you know the right product to the people, man. You know what I'm saying. It ain't no ego with me. Like let's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you already know. You, you know, I know. Like <laughs> just with the book, you know, if you don't know. You know, if you don't know somebody that's willing to talk, they're not going to tell you nothing. You're going to have to figure it out on your own. You know, and right, when we right. started writing, the internet wasn't jumping like it is now. It wasn't. Yeah, because remember how much <laughs> how much research we had to do and then talk amongst ourselves <laughs> to make right. sure we were right. making the right move. You know, if you don't have a publishing company or you wasn't dealing with a publishing house, or you wasn't signed right. as a writer, you was on your own, you know. And that's when I got caught out there with my first book that I had to um, – well, it wasn't my first book. It was the first book that I had a cover made for. And then I, I got charged $500 for the cover. Was it never seen it coming? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the story behind that. Because I didn't know yeah. that, that there was a thing. It's called the galley book. And if you don't pay for the whole layout, you, you you only get the cover. And I didn't know I was supposed to tell them, yeah, make the spot in the back of the book. So, you know, so right. it was one of them situations I had to learn the hard way, you know, and then we talked right. about it, you know. We was like, yo, make sure of this, make sure of that. You know, and I remember me and you sharing notes, you know. Right, right. And he's like, right. We got it because, like, like I said, the Internet wasn't jumping like that like it is now. You know, we'd have made a killing for the material right. that we had yeah. out back then. We'd have made a killing right now, you know, but it's old material. So right, 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 right. You'll be like, man, that's the old. Right. <laughs> yeah, man, because nobody you know. wasn't sharing, no, nobody wasn't giving you the game on how to do X, nah. Y, and Z. But you know what, though? 
like I told myself, right? I said, yo, you know what I'm gonna do? I said, I know how it is when I know how it is when you're trying to, you know what I'm saying, make moves and nobody won't give you the information like it's gonna affect them. Mm-hmm. So I said, yo, if I get the information, man, I'm gonna give it up, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel as though yeah. that, you know, what's for me is for me, man. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, yeah. For for all your listeners that might be, you know, interested in this, um, I'm gonna go back to the books when we was talking about the books, right? At that particular time, mm-hmm. Amazon they had um, print on demand. Remember? Yeah. Remember they yes. had print yes, on sir. demand. Right. Yes. So when you started seeing the print on demand, and you may look on Facebook, and you might see um, people got like 20 books right there. And you might be like, yo, they they offer, they selling books. But Amazon was charging you eight to ten dollars to print your book on demand. So you yeah. had yes, sir. right. So you had no choice but to sell it for twenty and who was gonna pay that? So I had to start yeah. thinking about it. I was like, Man, it's not a big deal to me to um just to say I got I you know, I'm I'm on Amazon because that was the big thing. Now and I'm gonna tell you why I say that because Amazon is what Amazon back then is what Tubi is now for books. But we're going to get back yeah. to that, and I'm going to explain the correlation what I'm trying to tell you, right? So when Amazon started charging people all that money, and, and they caught me out there, I was like, man, I'm not doing that. And it was a good friend of mine. I ran into Tiffany Montgomery, and she gave me some games. She was like, listen, don't believe them people on, you know, on, on Facebook or whatever thinking you thinking they got a hundred books. He's like, nah, they, they just printing up 10 to 20 books at a time. So what I did at mm-hmm. the time, bro, for real, when I ended up meeting you, what I did at the time, I started calling around to different places that print the books up. And so Amazon was charging yeah. people $10. So once I sent them my page count, my spine, my front cover, my back cover, and they sent me back, I put in 1,100 books and I ended up paying $2 some change for it. And I ain't never looked back, yeah. bro. I never looked back. And I said, oh, shoot. And I moved all of them. And I did it again and again. And so the reason why yeah. I'm mentioning that is because with the Tubi situation, it's cool. You dig what I'm saying? But you got you got somebody got to view your film 100,000 times for you to make $15,000. That's 15 yeah. cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are killing them because they advertising their ads throughout your movie, which you don't get no revenue from. So honestly, yeah. they got to watch my movie 100,000 times for me to make $15,000 when my movie might have cost 10 or 15. So therefore, it's yeah. like, why do that? I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not seduced. They can't seduce me to make me feel like, oh, I got a movie on TV. Nah. So what I did, bro, I put it out myself through my website, and once you download it, you can mirror it to your TV. You can mirror it. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and if yes, you got sir. a smart TV, you could just type in um, agamebooks.com and it'll come right up on your TV. You still can watch it all you want to yeah. with no middleman. Yeah. So the thing is, man, cut the middleman out. But if you want to be yeah. somebody to say, hey, I got a movie on Tubi, then do your thing. That ain't me. I need to check, yeah. bro. Yeah. I need to check because that's gonna yeah. that's gonna fund my next movie. Mm-hmm. The game yeah, right definitely. here, and this is something nobody told me, but I'm telling your listeners, and this is how they need to go about it. Nobody didn't tell me this. Yeah. I had to figure it out on my own and spend my money to figure it out on my own. Yeah. And and Tubi and has is 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 um its advantages too. They do. You well, know, no, everything it, has is is pros and cons. No. No, it does. It does has its advantages, but, you know, it's like, for instance, like back then, Amazon had its advantages because everybody was on Amazon. Yeah. But you have to wait, you have to, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't got the marketing dollars to push your project for them to go watch Tubi, and when they get on Tubi, they specifically go into your, to, to your movie, then you might as well put it out yourself. Yeah, because Tubi got over a hundred thousand titles, so once somebody go looking for yours, they get distracted seeing somebody else's. But it wasn't that important to me and my guys to see the movie on Tubi. Yeah, I wanted it on TV, yeah. so I we figured out how to we figured out a way with this modern technology how to bypass all of that. So I'm not 
you know, just, it's the sensationalism. Like, I'm not seduced by Tubi, and it's a good tool for people that use it. That's fine. But nah, man, we dropping our own joints and we pushing our own joints and nothing is wrong with that. Because if you think about it, if you got three, four, five, six, seven titles and you drop it on your website, honestly, your website becomes your streaming station. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. people is coming to now people is coming to you, bro, like, yo, bro, can you put my movie on your website? Cause you getting a lot of traction. Now you become a station. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know and I know. You, just, you already know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm ahead of the game, man. So it's like you you gotta want to put in the work. But if you just want the accolades and say I got a movie on Tubi, then that's cool too. But that don't work for me, bro. No. Not yeah. 15 cents every time somebody yeah. see it. Yeah. And that's before taxes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's before. I'm a businessman, you know? It's about the business, and that's yeah. why I stopped doing the book. I said writing the books is too time-consuming. When I could do these scripts in, like, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But listen, my brother, I appreciate you coming to the show. Uh, you know we can talk about man. this. We can talk about this all day long. Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> right, um, right, right. All good things must come to an end, my brother. <laughs> I understand it. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for real, man. Yeah, I appreciate you so much. Whole crew. Yes, yes. Thank you thank for having. You. Me. It was great listening to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, I'm thank so you. sorry, guys. Did y'all have any questions for Marvin? <laughs> no, I think you. I think you asked them all. You asked them all, but yeah, we yeah. really did enjoy we need, <laughs> we did, Mark. We need you back for a part two. I want to keep hearing your brain, man. Pick your brain, dude. You got a lot of you got a wealth of knowledge. I would love to tap into. So we definitely need you back for a second part. Yes. Thank yes. you. I appreciate yeah. it, man. Anytime, man. Well, we dropping, we dropping, we starting to shoot in July. So when it's time to do the promo run, I will definitely reach out if I'm welcome. Oh, okay. Course. Yeah, You're definitely, man. Yes. Yes, we'll be looking for for you um, coming back. All right. Thank you for having me. Y'all have a good night. All right. You You too, too, my brother. Okay. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the show. And please stay tuned for our next episode. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.